2: Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. For
3: the fifth time since 1999, UConn is a champion again. Despite being a four seed, they've been one of the top teams in college basketball all year. Don't miss their greatness. Plus NBA playoff scenarios in the West and why Giannis should be the NBA MVP. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the Camp miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today.
2: Searching all
4: major sports. Found.
2: It. Let's start with the biggest story.
3: It was a weird men's NCAA tournament <clears throat> in 2023, but don't let that distract you from a UConn performance. That was dominant, winning every game by double digits, punctuated with a 76-59 drubbing of San Diego State (laughs) to win the program's fifth national title, the first team since 2018 to accomplish that feat, winning every game by double digits. Joining me now from Locked On College Basketball, a man who was telling me to appreciate the greatness of this team. For a couple weeks now, Isaac Shade, And Isaac, I talked to your your colleague, Andy Patton, uh, on the show yesterday, and he said he thought this was one of the most talented UConn title teams um, that we've had in a while. And we get to say that because there's been a lot of them. Before we get to that part of it, how did this UConn team that went through that midseason lull get back to the mountaintop?
5: Well, they uh, went through their mountain to get to the mountaintop. A man named Adama Sonogo, who is uh, literally, Peter and I, by the way, are recording this like three minutes as, after <laughs> the game ends. Uh, a- at the end of it, we heard in the immediate aftermath that Adama Sunogo, uh was named the MOP of the Final Four. This man had uh, four double-doubles in the six NCAA tournament games and just missed the other two. He had eight rebounds in the other two. So just a dominant force for uh almost said Bobby Hurley, for Dan Hurley's team, uh, to really be able to rely on. And even when he's not the man scoring, he is facilitating. And on this night, though, uh, it was also the backcourt. That's been one of the questions, is as elite as that front court is. How would the backcourt respond to the defensive pressure of San Diego State? And, oh, no big deal. Jordan Hawkins and Tristan Newman just combined for 35 points. Tristan Newton had his own double-double at uh, 19 and 10. So, yeah, we'll take that.
3: You mentioned Adama Sunogu, and, and, and he was excellent throughout this NCAA tournament. But at least as of right now, I think it's fair to say he's he he's not going to go down in the the annals of college basketball in the same way that like a Ray Allen would or even guys like Rudy Gay and Rashad Anderson on those UConn teams yet they were able to put together this dominant run UConn has traditionally been able to do it with star power most title teams do and yet this team wasn't why yeah I mean you you I mean we haven't even said like
5: Rip Hamilton or Emeka right there's so many of these names Um, For me, Peter, I would put this team in between right smack dab in the middle of the other four. I I think because of the eight losses that that UConn had this season, there's going to be a tendency to want to lump them in with the 14 and 11 championship teams, which uh, like San Diego State's first half, 24 points tonight were the third fewest in the first half of an NCAA tournament or NCAA championship game. And the only two teams that were lower were both Butler and UConn in the mm. 2011 game. And so, like, it's not that. I know they have those. I've tried games. to
3: block that game out of my mind.
5: <laughs> Please, can we all? And, and this team doesn't have, like, even those two teams, though, for UConn, had the star power of the Kemble Walker run, right. or the Shabazz Napier run. And this team didn't need that because they were a more complete team than either that 11 or 14 team. But I, I wouldn't say they are as elite As the 1999 or the 2004 UConn champions, but man, they've just got the right people in the right places, and that's what you need. You need role definition to win an NCAA championship, you need um, high level potential NBA prospects, you need stud freshmen like Donovan Klingon, who would probably be starting anywhere else in the nation were he not playing behind Adama Sinogo. And you know what that turns into? The only NCAA champion that has ever won all six games by 13 or more points. Yes, they're the fifth to do it by winning all by double digits, but the only one to win all six games by 13 or more. Uh, so how does this change this program moving forward? Well, I, I think part of the narrative with that is because of those 11 and 14 teams just kind of coming out of nowhere. The, the, sure. the 99 and 04 teams did not. They were That was more of an expectation. I think this team two people is going to feel like it came out of nowhere, particularly because of that two and six stretch in the middle of the season. But when you look at the bookends, the 14 games before that, and now the 16, 17 or so since then, my goodness, this team has been elite. So what does it mean for them? Well, they've just been back in the Big East for a couple of years now. And by the way, folks, the Big East is loaded. legit Great loaded conference. and let's not forget that that was the top end of this year. And then we add Rick Pitino back in Uh, Villanova, just found out they're getting Justin Moore back. So the big East is going nowhere. And UConn is right there
3: at the upper tier of it. Stay up to date all year on college basketball by subscribing to locked on sports today and locked on college basketball on YouTube or wherever you get podcasts. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, we nailed down playoff scenarios in the NBA's Western Conference. Before we do that, a top NFL draft prospect is making a strange call. We'll explain. The NBA playoffs are coming fast, and there's no better place to get out on the action than on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. That's because right now FanDuel is giving new customers a no-sweat-first bet up to 1000 $1,000. That's up to $1,000 back in bonus bets. If your first bet doesn't win, just go to Fandle.com slash locked on and sign up today to claim your no sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to which team will be cutting down the net. Or how about the massive point spread between the Hornets and the Raptors? Fanduel has the Hornets as 14 and a half point dogs on their home court. Ugh. I mean, that's not even the line the Trailblazers had and they won. Just saying on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So don't miss your shot at a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 when you join FanDuel today. Just go to fanduel.com slash locked on to sign up. Make every moment more with FanDuel.
2: Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. Georgia defensive
3: lineman Jalen Carter doesn't have time for everybody, I guess. The top defensive tackle in the draft is declining visits with any team with a pick outside the top 10. This according to his agent, Drew Rosenhaus, who also told ESPN's Adam Schefter, I'm confident Jalen will go in the top 10. What's weird about this, though, is Carter's draft status is clouded after he pleaded no contest to misdemeanor charges of reckless driving, racing last month in connection with a fatal crash in January. He was sentenced to 12 months probation and received a fine. Carter has met with Chicago, who has the ninth pick, and the Eagles, who have the 10th pick. LSU's 102-85 victory over Iowa in Sunday's National Championship for Women's College Basketball was the most viewed NCAA women's basketball game on record nearly 10 million viewers on ABC and ESPN2, according to Nielsen. That's more than double South Carolina's win over UConn last year, and even eclipsed the last network televised national championship game In 1995, that game was between UConn and Tennessee and drew 7.4 million viewers on CBS. The record ratings come as the NCAA is deciding whether to separate the women's tournament or keep it as a part of the championship TV package that currently includes at least 24 sports. That contract expires next year and the NCAA is expected to decide the next steps in negotiations by the fall. On the ice, the Minnesota Wild dropped a shootout to the Las Vegas Knights.
1: They didn't win, but the Wild did clinch a playoff spot for the 10th time in the last 11 seasons. Hey everybody, Seth Topol, host of Lockdown Wild, your daily Minnesota Wild podcast, recapping a 4-3 to shootout loss for the Wild that saw the Wild also get into the postseason as Dallas beat Nashville. The Wild fell behind 1-0 after one period, but Brandon Duhame scores the game tying goal, and then John Klingberg on the power play makes it two to one for the Wild. After the Vegas Golden Knights tied it up, Matt Boldy scores his 30th goal of the season. All 30 of them, it seems like, have come in the last like five weeks. And the Wild had the lead with 30 seconds left, but unfortunately Vegas gets the tire there, and they win in the shootout. The Wild are in the postseason though, so there's that. For more on the Minnesota Wild, make sure you're following Lockdown Wild wherever
3: you listen to your podcasts. And on the diamond, the Tampa Bay Rays did something they've never done before. That's a historic win for the Rays. My name is Ulysses Sombrano. Host of the Locked On Rays podcast.
1: Yes, you heard me right. That's historic because why? The Rays had never begun a season for in oh, I know that's unbelievable, but it's true. And how did they do that? Well, with great starting pitching, which has been the theme this whole 2023 season. Yeah, MLB.com did not say that the starting rotation was top 10. Hmm, maybe they were wrong because the starting rotation has only allowed a one single run in four tries. So they are amazing. They are the story of this season so far for the team. And if you wanna hear this story and more, join us. Every day, Monday through Friday, at Locked On Race, on YouTube, and every
3: podcast platform. The Giants hit not one, not two, not three. Okay, they hit a lot of home runs on Monday.
1: Well, 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 tough day for those who thought the Giants offense was cooked after two shutout losses in New York, and also a tough day for those who thought Anthony DiScofani was cooked after five injury-plagued starts in 2022. This is Ben Kasper with the Lockdown Giants podcast. Today, DiScofani was excellent and the Giants offense. They hit not one, not two, not three, not four, not five, not six, but seven home runs in this game. So just an excellent all-around day for the offense they could have had eight jock peterson had a home run rob david vr hit two homers G scofani like i said was excellent so great day for the giants don't overreact to this game don't overreact to the first couple losses in new york all in all it's early on in the season and the giants are two and
3: two and today's a day for optimism
2: is another story you need to know
3: if you don't know what the standings are like in the western conference just wait five minutes they will change now they won't change monday night because the nba did not schedule anyone against the ncaa tournament men's final but if you were not paying attention um the lakers have won six of their last seven they have clawed their way into seventh and they are just a half game out of the play-in and just uh three games out of the four seed right now in the Western Conference. Joining me now from Lockdown Lakers, Andy Kamenetsky. Andy, pardon my my brain having to whiz through some math there for a second, um, but you and I talked a couple of weeks back about how different this team is since the trade. Um, they've been able to sustain that. How have they been doing it?
0: Well, I mean, the pieces fit. And that was a big difference between the pre-deadline version of the Lakers and what you have right now. I mean, you could even take it back to the first deal that they made in season when they traded Kendrick Nunn to the Wizards for Rui Hachimura, Mm. who had a brilliant game um, against Houston. Uh, 20 points, 12 rebounds, three blocks. He was incredible on both sides of the ball. But since then, the Lakers have, I believe, four players in the rotation that were not there at the beginning of the year. They have two or three guys who are out of it, including Lonnie Walker, who's still on the team, but went from starting to 11th man. It just speaks to how different um, of a roster it is right now. the The pieces are much easier to play off each other. There's a lot more shooting. There is improved shot making. The defense has been spectacular ever since the deadline. And in terms of just really piecing together how much better a fit the roster is they've stacked together a lot of these wins without lebron and even a couple of them without anthony davis i mean they're they're just a better team now and the belief that you have that they have right now you can just feel it with the way that they talk
3: i asked you a couple of weeks ago about the ceiling of this team and and how you view the upside as having changed. As we look around the Western Conference now, I mentioned they're just a half game behind the Warriors, a half game behind the Clippers, not in four games, not going to catch the Phoenix Suns in all likelihood. How how is that expectation recalibrated now? Because I think if you're an optimistic Laker fan, you have to look at the top of this West going. I, I don't know why should we be afraid of any of these teams. Okay,
0: here's a real. This is something I found interesting after the Houston win, and I. Preface this by saying this may be me talking out of my hind parts, or Let's it may it. be also my favorite. It may also be me not being cognizant of other times where this has happened. But LeBron, it, while talking about you know the the goal of a championship with this team, and you know acknowledging they still have a lot to figure out, they're still getting the pieces together. It's it's very short time together. He referred to the supporting cast as my guys. And I have not heard LeBron use the phrase my guys in a while. And if you've ever covered championship teams, and mm-hmm. you know, I covered Kobe for many years, I've covered LeBron when they won a championship. My guys is typically code for I'm confident. I like what I have here. And again, maybe and I've we're together. Another. Yeah. Yep. And we are together. And again, maybe I've missed other occasions where this has happened. I don't travel with the team. I'm not in the locker room after every game. But it stuck out to me hearing that my guys. Like LeBron Mm -hmm. talked about this team with extreme confidence, which I think is reflected by everybody in that locker room.
3: And scary for every other team in the Western Conference right now. Look, I fully acknowledge
0: We need proof of concept that LeBron and Anthony Davis can stay healthy for four rounds. If anybody feels like there hasn't been enough time for them to truly gel, if anybody just feels Denver or Memphis or Phoenix is better than the Lakers on paper, fine. That's fair. What you can't say right now is that A, this team is typical of a squad that's two games above 500. They've been much better than that since the trade deadline. Frankly, you need to throw everything that happened before the deadline out the window because it doesn't matter. B, assuming this roster stays healthy, I can promise you nobody wants to play them. Nobody will. I'm not saying they're going to be scared of them, but nobody will want to play them.
3: Stay up to date all year on the NBA by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On NBA on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Coming up, the NBA MVP. The Built March Madness bracket is wrapping up. We know you have a favorite bar or puff, and now is your time to make it count. Go to builtmarchmadness.com to make your vote count. Vote for your favorites. You know be voting for the coconut puff, although I just tried the cookies and cream puff, and it's coming, and it is delicious. And when you vote for your favorite bar or puff, you'll be entered into a drawing where 50 lucky Lockdown listeners will get a free box of Built. Not only that, but one Lockdown fan will win a 12-month subscription to Built, That builds best bars or puffs delivered monthly straight to your door. You have to try these things, the best protein bars ever. High in protein, low in sugar, covered in 100% real chocolate. There is nothing else like them on the market. Run, don't walk to builtmarchmadness.com right now to vote for your favorite bar or puff. And pick up a box while you're there. You can vote every day. So hop in and support your pick.
2: If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
3: The NBA MVP has been a hotly debated subject. Is it Jokic? Is it Embiid? Or is it someone else? Kane Pittman and Frank Madden on Locked On Bucks believe Giannis has made a statement about his MVP candidacy.
4: You know, Giannis. Um, it's obviously he, he had this this chance, right? We talked about the three games against Philly, Denver, Boston. You know, for him to make the MVP push. You know, could he make statements in those games? I mean, he didn't play like particularly poorly across those games necessarily. Just wasn't quite at his best, uh, at least consistently, sort of. You know, for forty eight minutes, and then, then Giannis. Closes out the quarter against the Sixer bench really strongly. We've seen him do this before. He did this last year in that monster 40 point game. He just basically annihilated the Sixers when they kind of rested the starters and he scored the last seven points in, I think, the last 78 seconds or something like that three point play. Then immediately driving length of the court for a two for one. And then, you know, just abusing uh, McDaniels on that awesome dunk uh, with 0.9 seconds left. You know, that gave the Bucks that 14 point lead and they really didn't look back. I've noticed something
3: over the last few days that the people in the media coming out in support of Giannis are former players. Kendrick Perkins did it on first take. Raja Bell did it on his podcast. They see what Giannis does night in and night out. Doesn't duck opponents, doesn't play one night and a couple nights later take The time off and miss a matchup with another potential MVP candidate. He has been the guiding force for the Milwaukee Bucks, the best team in basketball with the best record in basketball all season, despite Chris Middleton still not quite being back to 100% and missing half the season. Drew Holiday in and out of the lineup, new pieces coming in and out. He has been statistically just as good as Jokic and Embiid, but has carried his team to greater heights. In fact, Giannis and Embiid are even closely linked because they both play in the East. They both are defensive stalwarts, guys who can dominate defensively, but the Bucks have a better defense in part because Giannis is a better defensive player, a more versatile defensive player. And of the top five scorers in the league, Giannis is playing by far the fewest minutes. It is remarkable what he is doing, and we have just gotten bored with it, apparently. Best player on the best team is not always the best way to measure these things, but when you have three quality candidates, how about the guy who's the best player on the best team, the guy who is the best player in basketball, certainly the best two-way player in basketball? What are we talking about? Giannis is the MVP. And finally, yesterday, we mentioned the possibility for Cousins to be NCAA champions. Angel Reese from LSU got the trophy, and she made sure Clayton Clark saw she, she was getting the ring, and it was up to Jordan Hawkins from UConn to hold up his end of the bargain. Well, he did, and family get-togethers during the holidays will it be a lot more interesting now that two national champion ball players will be at the same table. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, who has the most to gain from the NFL draft? So at least until tomorrow, stay Locked On Sports today.